Welcome back to the Final Whistle Podcast. Time you run! Today we're at the Lakes Hotel in Rosebury. We welcome South Sydney legend Craig Coleman to the podcast. For those who don't know Craig, he played over 200 first grade games for South Sydney, coached them on two separate occasions. Welcome to the final whistle, mate. How's it all going, Tucker? Yeah, all good, boys. Nice to be here. Nice, nice to meet you. I haven't seen Trev for a while, and um, yeah, lovely to be here. Yeah, it's uh, very good. Thanks for uh, getting this lovely facility down here at the Lakes to come and be uh, a partner for today in having you and us here. How did you get your nickname, Tucker? Um, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah a long story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, Craig, you're South Sydney Jr. Uh, where did you play your junior footy at? Yeah, played at Waterloo Waratahs, um, just up the road, and um, played all my life there and, uh, at 17. Um, Brian Smith came training one day and asked me if I want a game, and I said, Do I ever? And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yep, and you played in, was it 981 or 82 President's Cup, where you only lost two games all year? Uh, 81. 81. Yeah, yeah. I, I came into grade 8, 980, played the semi-finals that year and, uh, as a 17-year-old. Next year I was captain of that side. And, um, 981, we, we lost two games all year. had Mario Fennig in that side and um, uh, we, we, we beat Parramatta in the grand final. Yes. So for a lot of the uh, current day, you know, coming through a system, you go through your Cubs or your juniors and then you've got Harold Matz, SG Bohr, Back in the 80s, it was totally different, wasn't it? You had, you had presidents, then you had reserves, and then you had your first grade, and you all didn't wear the same number. You all had a different number just in case you could back up and, yeah. and, and make your progression through the grades on the day. Well, it was, it was all three grades. It was, it was unreal. And, um, you know, we used to train together as a club every Tuesday night, and so there'd be 50 of us. Yep. And, um, and you're, made, you're made to feel part of the club. And um, where now it's, you know, like, there's probably segregation apart from the top 30. And um, it was unreal, and that was a big thing of Jack Gibson, who was at South prior to that, when I first came into it. And, you know, Brian Smith and Billy Anderson were, were at the helm then, and um, it carried on. It was, it was really, really good. So you made your debut um, in uh, 1982 against um, Canterbury Bankstown at Redford Oval. Um, what do you remember about this match, and what's it like to play at such a special place? Oh, Redford Oval was unreal. I, I grew up across the road, and... Um, I, mean, I, I trained most of the time with the first grade. I had about 10 different holes in the fence. And in them days, they had a groundsman, a paid groundsman, and <laughs> he got sick of seeing me after a while. So I had 10 different holes in all different parts of the, parts of the ground. And <laughs> I'd be running around with Churchill and McCarthy, Coote, Sattler, O'Neill, all my heroes. And, um, you know, and it was just a great part of growing up. And all I ever wanted to do was wear the mighty red and green. And um, I got that chance. And um, yeah, I made my debut against Parramatta. It was, it was it missed. Um, it wasn't against Canterbury. Oh, it was against Parramatta. Yeah, the great side of um, you know, Peter Sterling, Brett Kenny, Mick Cronin, and um, and the likes. And we were getting beat with nine minutes to go by, and we, we scored two late tries and kicked the field goal on the bell. And um, you know, because that day I never forget, Jack took um, Cronin off and Ray Price off, <laughs> and, uh, and we came home and beat him. Yeah. Came home with a wet sail. Yeah. Um, so, as well as, uh, again, different times now uh, to, than today, you were able to go over to the UK and play in the off-season of our off-season and play in the UK over there. How was that at the, at oh, the time? it was unreal. We, we played in winter over there. So these blokes, they're looked after now. Yeah. You know, it was good. I, I went like back-to-back. I went um, home with, with Smith in 
87, 88. Yeah. Then the year after, Leeds bought, bought Sterling and he broke his shoulder, so they bought me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, nice. So I went back to back and I was there, um, mate, world-class players. You know, like, I, I had a great time in Hull and that was the start of their revival under a great coach in, in Brian Smith. And you know, I remember, never forget that year, we, we played Wigan at Central Park on a Tuesday night it was, and um, we, we beat them like 35-10. Like they beat Hull before I got there, sixty nil. About a month prior to it, and um, it was um, Bryce Savoy said to me, "It's one of his greatest coaching uh, wins in his history." Nice, you know, and uh, and then I went back to back, you know, back to back off seasons with um, with Leeds and um, we you know, Schofield, Crooks, you know, yep. world class players. And that year we got beat by two points. Yeah, you know, um, with Wigan, the great Wigan teams, and you know, they had twenty four internationals. <laughs> Bring that just like uh, talk about English, now, like obviously. My involvement with the English games pretty well, pretty well noted as well. Obviously, at Hull FC, great times there. Obviously, a club with good history. But then, obviously, you're at Weeds as well with Crooksy. And when he went there, it was on a world record transfer fee from Hull. How was it being around all those guys? Oh, it was unreal. And, you know, they were really good drinkers too. They were even better. And, yeah, Leeds were a very wealthy club. And nothing was a problem. Whatever you wanted, they they give you, and um, you know, I mean, we used to train on Henley, the cricket cricket field, yep. and it was just a, well, it wasn't flat. And I, I was always thinking that Viv Richards smashing one through covers and hitting the hill, <laughs> the hill like, and, uh, and just uh, yeah, just the, like to walk out down the couple steps of, of Henley, you know, like before the game, it was uh, it's a ritual. They used to drink um, it wasn't rum, it was um, sherry. But I, I wouldn't do it, but all the other players, it was just ritual they've done over 100 years. Set of this ring yeah, on the way yeah, out. Yeah, had a swing before they went on the field, yeah. Nice. Warm them up, and Definitely. it was just, it was just uh, a great place to play. You know? imagine, imagine doing that in the 21st century. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> having yeah, a swing before yeah, going yeah, out. Henley, like straight across the road, is Jeff Boycott's got his That's cricket all. academy. And, oh, yeah. And a couple of our players were getting paid to bowl. Like, we had big man Vinnie Forsett, he was, he was six foot four or something, he was a quick bowler. Nice. And, um, mate, and plus, you know, like Yorkshire cricket and, um, I remember David uh, David Bestow, he, he was captain of um, of Yorkshire, and it was his uh, testimony year, and he gave me his tie, and and he, he committed suicide after that. Oh. And and I remember reading the paper about it, and um, he left a young boy, Johnny Johnny Bestow, and, Johnny Bestow. and, and I, I said to Debbie, to my wife, I said, I'm going to keep this one day. His, his, his son may be following his father's footsteps. Yeah. 25 years later, he. I get goosebumps now thinking about it. I, I present him with his dad's tie at the oh, SCG. No. Yeah, That's right. I remember seeing yeah, that in our open um, papers. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah I, I, I kept it all them years, thinking maybe and it was lovely. You know, the English ties, you know, yeah. woven, and on the back of it, David. I was, I said, your dad give this to me, and uh, I've always kept it, hoping you follow in his steps. And, yeah, and he, oh, he, he loved it. Yeah. Okay, so, just uh, also, like obviously in football, like Manchester United and their derby games. Uh, when they play against Man City, it's always huge. Obviously, you got to play in the whole derby. How was that? Oh, mate, the whole, the whole derby, okay, it's, it's out of this world. And, and this, this true story, I, I scored the last try ever on the old Craven Park, and the whole supporters run the field and, and carried me off. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it was, um, it, it's well, Trevor knows all about it. the rivalry is massive. Is, 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 Twice as the House Roosters. Oh, yeah. yeah the, the, black, the black and white, red and white. Think, there's a road between them, yeah. <laughs> East versus West. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. The, the last game they've had on the old Craven Park. Yeah, yeah so 
So, so come on, they, yeah. they, they go back in, so now they talk about, you know, people go overseas um, in the UK quality compared to the NRL these days. What was like? What was the quality like, you know, back in those days? Was it a similar, similar football or...? Um, no, what it was, they just copied us now, they're all robots. Yeah. Mate, the, the English ball player was unbelievable. Yeah. I remember as a kid watching Mal Reilly and Dougie Lawton and, and all them good pommy forwards and, who, who get the ball away. With Lee Crooks, the ball was never dead. You know, you, you, you had three blokes on him in tackles, and the next thing you see, Schofield come out of nowhere and just pop a ball and he'd get, get it by one ear and under the posties, you know. And to watch, that's all gone. Um, there's, there's no, I, I watch a bit of the English Super League, not that I really enjoy it, but just when I'm early in the mornings, I watch it. You know? <laughs> but there's, there's no, no ball players like there were, the pommy forwards, and that's, that's a sad loss to the game. It, it, it is sad to the game. Like, I've always said, when they went to summer, it sort of killed the game because our players won't go over there, won't go here, and it's killed off the old kangaroo tours and the Great Britain tours for over here as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and mate, it was, it was unreal, like, playing in the snow, right? and the sleet and the mud up your knees. And, but that was like Reffin Oval mm. in days. Like, these blokes playing now, they, they wouldn't play in Reffin Oval. Like, <laughs> no. If it rained for five minutes in Reffin Oval, it was up to your knees. Well, so, <laughs> just thinking about that as well, we're, the boy, we were, he was the ball boy from the city, we went there for round one this, uh, last year in 2019, and yeah, it was bucketing down. And you could see every 10 metre line, every 10 metre line, you didn't have to worry about the line because you had a, a line of water there on every every 10 metre at Redfern Oval when we were there. And yeah. it was it was it was great to see. It reminded me of watching watching footy back in the early 90s and on on TV and seeing the the, the mud and that at Redfern Oval and and others others uh, suburban grounds like Belmore Sports and that. Uh, getting to back to Australia now, back to you know, playing in the eighties, obviously with the like against the likes of Sturlow and, and, and Kenny, and then the Mortimers. How was the rivalry over here? Because it's, it's really documented with inner city being very close back in the day, and a lot of clubs there. Was the rivalry? You know, would you, would you walk down in, into a, like say Rooster territory and get heckled as you're walking there? Doing you know, if you were to walk that way, or no, not really. But, but the rivalry was was fierce in all, all games. But what was good. After the game, we'd all go back to say we're playing Leichhardt. We'd go back to Palmer Lewis Club till the wee hours of the morning. You know? <laughs> or, or we're playing, say, Parramatta Reffinator. They'd come to South Lewis Club. And them days, they missed, you know. And that, that was the thing about football where we'd just bash each other up for 80 minutes, but then we'd go across the club and we'd get done together. I know the game has changed and things like that, but that's the camaraderie you miss. Yeah. And, and it was unreal. Like, and, and, you know, you'd be, we all like having a drink, you know, especially when you're young blokes and you played football, you've been training all week and you had a good win and we enjoyed it. But uh, we never had any phones in them days, just saying, Exactly, <laughs> yes. No, so, so, some, of, some of the stories that we've been hearing from the older players, is, it, it kind of sounds like it was, they was glad there was no phones because oh, yeah. a, lot, a, lot a lot of the boys now, they're trying to do the same thing, but because everyone's got a phone, everyone's got a recording voice. Social yeah. media, mate. Yeah, exactly. Up, exactly, yeah. But, but, you know, like... And now, some people can't wait to go and give people up. You know, I mean, like they, they, they're a bit jealous on, on the footy player. They're looking for, yeah, looking mm. for the, 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 the gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're taking films of you and pictures of you from far away away, and they don't even know you. They're just trying to get you in trouble. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, because there's, there's some bad people out there. I know. You know it, like, it, and, it's and bad. We, we, you know, we know that there's some jealous people. And, uh, you know, I know. You shouldn't, you know, shouldn't play out, but sometimes they're not. They're not playing out. Yeah, you know? no, that's right. Just uh, talking about going what, about the game in the eighties. Obviously, Phil Gould with the South Sydney team in nineteen eighty six. What was his uh, 
not I wouldn't say inspiration, but how is his influence on that team moving forward? Oh, ma- massive, massive. He, uh, he he was part of the reason we all had longevity. He, he was the best thing ever. I'll never forget it. He, he, he wasn't the greatest trainer of us, and, and we, we, we trained really hard. We had like Roberts, Boyle, Fennick, uh, Rampling. They were real fit blokes, and they, they wanted to train hard. And, well, Gus used to get kept. Our pre-season run used to be from Giles or Coogee, up, yeah. up through Ramwick, round Long Bay Jail, and back up through Maribu Beach and all that. Gus would get a cab. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he certainly made up for it. And, uh, I never, I never forget, well, St George got beat in the grand final 85, and we were playing in Refinable first game, and he never said much over the off-season. And we were at Borrelly Park, and it was just, just getting on dark, and we were about to play, and he, he said, listen, boys, this is how we play. He started drawing in the ground. And it's etched in my mind since then. And um, he, he just knew he had these young blokes like myself, Mario, Les Davison, Ian Roberts, Boyle, all these young blokes ready to take take their step in rugby league. And, and he just mentored us and showed us the way. And he was just brilliant, it, it, honestly. We, we should have won the Combine 86. We, we, um, we got beat a point for the minor premiers, played Parramatta, they won the comp, but played them twice. Uh, we had a draw. At, to this day, it's still a ground record at um, the old Paramount Stadium. Yep. We, we played the last 10 minutes with 10 men. Roberts got sent in, Mario got sent in, I got sent off. <laughs> and, um, we played with 10 men. Their back line was Sterling, Kenny, Ella, Crane and Grove, Hunt, Taylor. And we kept them scoreless and Neil Baker kicked to go after the bell to, to draw. I got $2,000 fine uh, or, or two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, you remember what, do you remember what for? Yeah, I told the referee he's an effing cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, but and then the other game we we beat them and we, we played Balmain in the semi. We led thirteen three, and right in half time, Kevin Roberts sends Mario off. He said the eye guards many in the scrum was. I don't know if he did or he didn't, but after that, Ciro, I should give it a Ciro. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ciro put his football shorts on in half time when Mario got sent off and, and caused havoc. You know, I remember giving Schofield two intercepts that day. He told me they were the best pass he ever got. <laughs> He was a poacher. You know, he, yeah. he, he was a genius with intercepts. He, he got two and went length both times. But um, I've got, I got no doubt if Mario stays on, we win and win easy goes at that game against Balmain. Yeah, Gus, uh, Gus Gould, obviously, a lot of people criticise him, but he's, his rugby league mind is second to none, he's isn't He's a it? genius. He's a football genius. And um, uh, I, mean, I still talk to him every now and then. I mean, he's... He's, uh, he's, he's just a, he's, he should be running the game. Yeah, <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, no, no, no doubts there. That. Yeah, yeah, no doubts there. And he, he you know, he, he's all for the old school, the free grades. And what he was doing at Penrith was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah like, well, it's good, mate. Because like, I remember when he was at Penrith, Matt, like he brought the reserve grade team back from Windsor to Penrith, had yeah. all three grades playing, and it was good atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, it was unreal. Yeah, I, mean, I always loved going and watching when Liam was up there and like, getting there and watching all three grades. It was like like the old days. Yeah. And you asked the fan. Like some of the fans now say, say to me, Craig, remember you played in the under-23s and you and Mario and they know all the names. They get there for that game, have their little program ticked off and yep. you know, and what the NRL, they've took that away from them. Mm. Yeah, no, you know, it's, they, they, took away the experience. Because you talk to the fans these days and that, what I say to people, who do you go for? They could say Parramatta. Oh, okay, do you know about XYZ coming through? Who? Yeah, mm. we, we know, Trev, because we, we're involved in the game. We know, yeah. we know the, but they don't. Yeah. They, 
Yeah, like I had a discussion with. I went to the Knights Penrith game last year, last game of the season when the Knights got flogged. I'm a Knights fan, as you can probably tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was speaking to some of the Penrith fans. It was, it was we just live local anyway, and they're like, "Oh, who, who's this? Who are these fellas on the wing?" And they're for the Knights. Like they debuted Toa, and they had all these all the young fellas that come through yeah. the grades at Penrith at that time because Penrith had a lot of injuries last year. And then they're like, "Who's this? Who's that? Who's that?" But I'm like, like I said, bring back the three grades, and then you'll you know you'll see Brian. Scoring yeah, hat tricks yeah. in reserve, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and then oh, why doesn't he get a crack? You know, Mansour's not doing that good. He's injured. Oh, everyone's going. Oh, who's going to come in next? And then next minute, I see this guy coming up. Like, who's this? Yeah. Like, if you had, the, like you said, if you go back to those three grades and, and you educate, it'll be. It'll I be think I think the clubs are starting to see that, and that as with everything you see with fashion and everything, everything gets recycled. Yeah. So uh, you'll start seeing more free free grades happening um, on the one day, and because at, at the moment, you know, you have. You have your twenties and your and your reserve grade going to play at one ground on one day, and then you've got your NRL playing at another ground on another day. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. It's and hard and to and get. Also, you can chuck in the women's as well. We have four games. Yeah, and it also depends on the restrictions on the ground as well. Yeah, exactly. Because some of the grounds say no, you can only have two games here. Some are oh, you're only allowed to have one game here on the day. So it all comes back yeah, to yeah, A and Z and well. Bankwest and, and all those stadiums where. It takes it takes a toll, yeah, but yeah. however, Suncorp has shown that you can have a serious oh, yeah. amount of games in a row without a ripping too much. Oh, definitely. Oh, I remember, Trey, remember, was sitting there watching Michael Seaver. Michael Seaver, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Stevie Wonder could have seen he's going to be a first grader. Yeah, because <laughs> no, I remember. So the year before, so the year before, I was at Bounties. Michael was playing Sydney Shield, and that, and like I, I remember, keep on saying, mate, signing, this kid's a future. And they kept on saying, no, he's got a few things he needs to work on. And Matt Dabram, we, we went to St Mary's and like Craig and I were talking and we said, all he has to do is get that opportunity to be in a full-time squad. Yeah. Once he gets his shot, he was, he'll still be scoring tries like he does in Sydney Shield, Ron Massey. And obviously, that year, he only played nine games in Ron Massey, scored 18 tries, goes up to New South Wales Cup, because that's what it was back then, the old Canterbury Cup. And he still ended up being the leading try scorer in Ron Massey that year. He never played another yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> but that day he scored a, a yeah, winning try. Yeah, against, against, against Mounties, yeah. But he scores tries only for during the score. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I remember um, a couple of years ago when Liam Sy finished he was playing at Penrith and they, they finished minor premiers and Newdown knocked him out. Well, Michael didn't play because he, he'd done his shoulder, but he was going to carry on. But Parramatta found out about it and, and they wouldn't let him. They, they went to Penrith and said, no, you've got a duty of care, get him operated on. And we had a couple of chances that time. Um, we finished on their try line that right and left mm. to get to the grand final if Micah's there Micah scores once right, you know, yeah. he, he turns the game he, yeah. and that's what he done in his first year in in, in um, you know really he's top try scorer and uh, mate he's, he's unreal I mean, that's that's a part of knowing the clubs you know, getting there watching the three grades and that's what a lot of people miss out on 100% so you ended up the Gold Coast Seagulls eventually what happened the year before? If you were going to take him to court because you got back late. <laughs> yeah. uh, what happened there? No, well, I signed two years at Salford and, and my daughter was only two and you know, Debbie, Debbie wasn't real keen going back and, um, and I, always, I still wanted to play here. And was, You're supposed to be back by the 31st of January and I got back late and I, I just threatened them I was going to go to court. But, so I, I just played locally, just with my mates you now. And just because if I would have, wouldn't have played, I would have retired. Yeah. And I, I, still had a few, I knew I had a few years left. And you know, Donny Ferner went to the Gold Coast, and he, and John Harvey was I spoke against John, and he's a good mate of mine. He got me up there for a couple of years, and it was really good. We, we had some really good wins up there, and um, you know, it was just as Trev said, there's it, it, some really talented young kids there, but they, they get lost in the 
in the, in the nightlife? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Harold's on there. That's another thing, too, yeah. It's a, it's never been really... Um, well, it is a rugby league town, like the whole coast up there is, but um, it's just hard. To try to market yeah, it properly? Yeah, exactly. So going back to club footy for you and went back to went up to the Gold Coast, how did that prepare you? No, no, it was, it was good. I was just enjoying playing with your friends. And, did you they love the game back? Yeah, yeah, it was good, yeah. And um, yeah, I played with all my mates I went to school with, which is good, so... Oh, they would have got a massive buzz out of yeah, it. Yeah, well, I remember the first game was um, at Coogee Oval. They sold out of pies before the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of like uh, Petro played a few games with Glenmore Park out in the Penrith A grade a few years back. Mm. They've never had so many people at the ground before. And that's yeah, so, the same, same experience. I was saying Coogee Oval, they, they, yeah. they, 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 the Moore Park, we run the Kent Key. I said they were that happy because they sold out all their pies and drinks and yeah. you know, had a big massive crowd there, which my first game down there, and uh, Channel 10 was there and all, all the oh. news channels. <laughs> of course. They, they, they enjoyed it, mate. And, uh, Lucky we won the grand final of the year or I would have got blamed for it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, so. who, who did you beat that year? Um, La Perouse. Oh, La Perouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, the crowds were bigger back in the day. Did you ever, could you ever hear the crowd giving you a, a spray from, from the field, or were you kind of in the zone? In the zone yeah, and, and no, like... you just, as our let you know when you're not doing your best, but uh, you know, I'll never forget our, our last game at Reference 87 Manly before we went to the, moved to the um, football stadium. Yep. 24,000, Reference Oval. No, nice. uh, up in the trees, on the, hill, you know, on, on, on over the fence. It, it was unreal. We, we, the the townhouses at the end there, all yeah, filled with the yeah, it was twenty-four thousand. Mm, massive. This day and age, health, health and safety wouldn't be allowed. Yeah, <laughs> of course. How do we? How do we get games back at Richmond? Yeah. How does South take at least yeah. one game near you? How do we? How uh, do they, we get they, back they, they should. They should be playing, um, say, Gold Coast. Uh, North Queensland, Warriors, Warriors, yeah, 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 Roosters, because Roosters don't have many crowds. <laughs> yeah, but they, they should be playing like maybe the Warriors. Yeah, but where do they, they take them to Sunshine Coast? And, yeah. Well, they, or they play like, the extra home game in New Zealand to make yeah. more money. They, they should play one game there because I reckon you can squeeze ten in easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. easily yeah. squeeze ten in, and well, they do it bring Belmore. it back to the community. You know, yeah. So. Well, was it, the dogs do it at, for Belmore yeah. and, uh, when when um, Storm come up, they play it at Belmore. It's, it's not the same reference over, but yeah, I mean, like yeah, we would have cold showers and freezing floors and a telephone box in the middle. You know, you walk out the tunnel and it was, it was unreal. You know, the South supporters are the best, you know, like, just they're, they're loyal, they're the same ones in the same spot every week there. And, yep. Yeah, uh, so I um, just want to touch on the 1989 season, uh, minor premiers. Uh, what happened towards yeah, the end? Yeah, which um, we, sh- we sh- should have won. I still believe, you know, we got beat by a very good side. You know, they were top sides, Balmain and and Canberra, look at Canberra, like, they got probably about four blokes chance of being in the water, one eight, you know, yeah. I mean, but um, we, were, we were the best side all year, we, we finished five points clear in minor premiers, Ian Roberts didn't play the last ten weeks, I still believe if Roberts was fit, we, we win, we, we forced him to play in that semi-final against Balmain, he, um, after the game, he was in a wheelchair the whole week, he couldn't walk, he had a groin injury, yeah. and he never backed up to play in the final against Canberra. We, we had a chance against Canberra. We scored right in half time. They got they, they, they about 16-0. We, we clawed our way back. Chizay scored a couple of tries. And we scored right in half time. We would hit the front. And Harrigan disallowed it. And <laughs> George took him to Phelps Street on the Monday night. He, he admitted I should have given it a try. But prior to that, the Balmain game, 
when it was seesawing, we scored a dead set fair try. And, in, and back in 89, in the 80s, the linesman never had a authority to call. Yeah. Blakey throws long ball to Harrington, he scores. Martin Weeks is a South Sydney referee too. He, he, he stood there and said, forward pass. And I've never forgiven him for it. I give him a god for last time I've seen him. <laughs> and um, he, had, he didn't have the right to do that. Yeah. You know, different now, the rules have changed. But, yes. but he, he, he floored him, man. Back, back, in, right. back in the he day, cost, was just I said him last time I seen him, you cost, you have cost me a grand final appearance. We should have yeah. been first in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so you end up out of Western Suburbs, Magpies, with Tommy Radonikus. Yeah. How's Tommy as a, as a fella? Well, t- Tommy, I, I, I idolised Tommy. I, I, I wanted to be Tommy. Yeah. You know, I used to stay up and watch him at 3.30 in the morning bash all the Tommy halfbacks up. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just halfbacks, anyone. Can anyone. Yeah, yeah. anyone. Yeah, he didn't just pick on little blokes. He picked on the biggest first. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, you know, any young kid growing up didn't want to be Tommy Radonikus, didn't want to be a halfback then mm. because you know, he glorified everything I wanted to be. Yeah. You know, he wanted to be a leader, I wanted to be tough. You know, I, I wanted to show the way and, and I wanted to win. Yeah. And, and he's everything. And the thing about Tommy, he had this tremendous ability to make ordinary players good. And I always hoped I could do that. Yeah. And um, you know, then to go and play under him, was, I, was, I was 33 year old. I probably played for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, I, I nearly had enough and I said, I'll maybe get one. And in them days, I was around I the corner here. Yeah. And there was no highway <laughs> to, 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 to get So it was a long haul. And I said, carpool, me, me and Justin Dooley used to go together. But, mate, it was, it, I found playing 16 games that year. And, um, mate, played with the good young kids, the McGuinness boys. They were all young kids. Johnny Skandalis, an yep. 18-year-old boy, made his debut with me. Yep. Uh, Cherry Mesher, um, you know, Andrew Willis. And I run to Kenny McGuinness not long ago. You know, they, they were really, really good kids, you know. And um, you know, I, was, I was glad I had, had the time there. Yeah, so uh, after you retired, you headed into coaching? Yeah, yeah, I was at um, lower grades of the house, and um, and then I Steve Martin got the sack in uh, halfway through ninety ninety eight. Yep, and I, I took over and had a really good year in ninety nine. We we should have made the finals that year. We, we had played had some really good guys in that team. You know, Jimmy Smith and Sean and Sean Garlic and uh, Tony Iroh, yep. and Terry Emerson. Um, yeah, the whole team with Justin Lumens from, from North Queensland, Chase Nickel. Uh, well, Julian Hill, Jerry yeah, McSwice. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're Matty B. Matty Parsons. He had Dully in front row of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, Craig Wing as well. Yeah, Wingy. Wing. Tricky. Tricky had a standout year. You know, like, and um, we were going to go. We, we knew we were getting the arse. You know? Yeah. Like, like was, you know, the mirror, the, the papers every day were telling Tell us, us that, you know, on, on behalf of their boss. And, yeah. Um, we, we were, we were going to make the semi-finals. It would have been so embarrassing for them. 100%. So we were playing Newcastle when we, we, we t- touched them up. And, um, Trindle never even got penalised during the game. They give him seven weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he never got penalised during the game. And, and Trindle at the time was his career best form. He yeah. was really up, the best halfback in the comp. Mm. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it would have been awfully embarrassing for, for the NRL for us to make the finals and throw us out. Well, yeah, it would have been yeah. even worse if you actually no, I remember won it. Tony Oro, he, he needed a rego after two games. He played the whole season with one arm. You know, like, <laughs> he was unreal. You know, like, and a real good fellow. You know? we, we said a great team of blokes. You know? Um we got back in the comp, uh, I got the job. If I had my time over again, I wish I would have got maybe Tim Sheens. Yeah. And I could have took an assistance role, but at the end of the day, you think you're ready. And, um, you know, we never had a great side, but, um, you yeah, know, we won five games. Like, Canberra and uh, Illawarra, they, they, they won four or something their first year they were in. So, yeah. you know, maybe I should have got coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we should have. Yeah. We should yeah, we'll come back. Obviously, oh, we'll talk about when they got when Sassini got excluded from the comp. What was the what was the what was the whole club like? Like, what was it like being a part of that? Well, oh, it was unreal, mate. I, I, I got to speak on the steps of the, in front of eighty thousand people. Mm. You know, and that's the highlight of my life. And to see. They picked on the wrong bloke, <laughs> George Beard. You know, like, George is the most tenacious bloke ever. And, um, yeah, they, they used to try to bully us. And, and, and well, George gets his back up, that's India, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we had tremendous support. You know, we, we had you know, Phil Good in the media with us, Alan Jones with us, um, the, the great Ian Heads. Yeah. He, he defected. He, he quit from, from um, News Limited. To? Be, because, no, because he wasn't... It wasn't fair what's happened to South Sydney, yeah. and his his life has been a you know he's one of one a, 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 a rider with integrity yeah you know? and you know he was he was a big big loss to him because he said no no I'm going with South Sydney yeah 100%. And, uh, and then the thousands and thousands of supporters you know it's, just people who weren't rugby league supporters no, who didn't like what Murdoch was doing to us yeah and so the, they were jumping on board too the mm. fact the fact that you know when they did the march there were people there in. Dragon's jersey. Yeah. Skull. Uh, yeah. Skull, yeah, oh, Skull was the biggest one. Oh, I'll never forget, honestly, I'm on the steps of the of, um, town hall. Yep. You looked down George Street, and they were still coming around Eddie right. Avenue. Yeah. And it was just massive. But they must have had, I asked a couple, a couple of policemen, right? They must have been working for News Limited too. I said, how many do you think is here, right? And he said, oh, about 7,000. Said, oh, obviously, obviously you're in the payroll too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've undercounted how many people were there. There's 80,000 there. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was a bigger march than when, like, when they went to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, about the, about the, they were talking about possibly merging. There was never never a chance yeah, that no. South was ever going to merge. No, never. never. And, um, yeah, there, there were so many people who were trying in, in the background. Yeah. And um, you know, George just kept telling them, we're, 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 we're staying here, we've won more comps than anyone else, we're first in the comp and yep. we're not moving. Well, you, you saw how you saw how the uh, North Sydney and Manly, yeah. Manly um, venture worked. Yeah. The only real venture that kind of worked initially was West Tigers. They had a premiership one in the first, oh, yeah, so but, George, the first six years. Tigers. Where's, where's Illawarra? They're, they're you know, now, yeah. yeah. That's what you look at it like, you know, like, you look at the West Tigers, right, at the moment, they're predominantly ran by the Magpies, but everything's all about the Tigers. No one ever mentions the Magpies. Yeah, yeah. Yes. When you look at St George, everyone forgets the Steelers, even though if it wasn't for the Steelers, they wouldn't do that good because all the good players are coming from the South Coast. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But everyone wants to talk about the Dragons. The Dragons, yeah. So, so, so someone always loses yeah. their identity through a merge. Through a merge. Well, say we went to the Roosters. Yeah. yeah, well, we have. We, we might have got a bit of red on the jumper or something. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have got red much of the red that they already got on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, mate, they just took over our junior league. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you know, even though the juniors at Trevor, as you know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's just, it's. I don't know where they honestly think they're going to get the players from. Oh, ten years time, honestly. No. Um. So was there loopholes that you had to jump through the ARL to get? Back into the competition, back reinstated. Was there a bit well, of well, the, the court case where we lost, and then we won it in the, in, the, in the appeals court. Yep. And and then they they they, they copped it. Um, you know, John Hardigan got, got sprang George up and said, "We're not we're not going to uh, appeal against it." Yeah. And welcomed us back in. And I think it's you know, like um, since they I'm pretty sure they they know they done the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because South Sydney. Is so much history, um, and they uh, they took on the wrong boat in George Williams. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, at the end of the day he ended up 
getting the upper hand, didn't he? And, well, and he's, he's just tenacious, and um, he, when, when he thinks he's right, and which he was, and he kept telling the, the supporters, if you don't want me, if you're not going to come and support me, I won't go on. But as long as you, you just keep turning up for me, I'll keep going. And, and mate, we just got, you know, like we're in the Newcastle Knights. They sent like ten buses down, you know, mm, like, yeah, you know, down the highway, and um, you know, but there was people who didn't watch rugby league who just said, you know, like, and and the donations they got, you know, and yeah, and and then you know, Mick Whitney that got Kerry Stokes on board to help us out the first year we're back, and you know, there was a lot of good people who helped out too, you know, and. It was, it's been always noted when it came to George, like, even when he was coaching, that he didn't even get paid. Didn't want to get no, paid. he didn't get paid, no. But, you know, in them days too, like, Trev, without South Juniors, like, they give us like, something like 19 million over 10 years under yeah, the president yeah. of Henry Morris, you know, and Frank Cookson, you know, like, like, they kept us alive. Yeah. But they don't get a mention there, you know. I mean, yeah, they tried, you know, Frank. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Henry Morris was, you know, president for 39 years, and, and they used to give us a million and a half dollars, like, that's a lot of money back in the early 80s. Oh, 1.5 million every year, yeah. or we, we would have been gone. But right. South Juniors wanted to just have somewhere where our, our young kids can go. Yeah. Could go to, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll go to there. John Sutton, Adam Reynolds, there, Cameron Murray, they're all South yeah, Juniors well, now. When, when, when we were minor premiers 89, we had nine in the starting side. Oh, nice. Nine, that, yeah. That, that's... We've, always, we've always said, like, for a team to be successful, that normally the ones that when they do go along, like Pen- Penrith as well, when they won, look at the juniors yeah. in, in, in the system. When, yeah. when people leave their juniors away and try to buy from outside, yeah. you know, they don't seem to go as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward, obviously, 12 years after the 2002 reinstation, you South finally win 2014, yeah. Yeah, the, the premiership in 2014. What was that like? You know, obviously, uh, obviously knowing that, you know, that the whole journey of getting back in and then being the first coach back there and, and whatnot was we you know oh, obviously yeah. tears shed oh mate Maguire done a fantastic job you know take him where he did the hard edge he's got you know and, and you know plus we, that, he got the right players there they had a pretty strong squad and um, you know I think English has topped it off and, and man, the Sam Burgess one of the best forwards I've ever seen yeah you know, he, he, he'd Make any team in any era. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? I, I, even that Grace and George sides won eleven in a row. They would have found a spot for him. Yeah, for you know? sure. He's you know, just I've had that, like that mental around. toughness. Yeah, and, he's and, unre- and he's the, unbelievable. The, the the brutality. So a lot of people say, oh, he he he's on, a, he's, he was on borderline of of you know, Yeah, he was on borderline. <laughs> but you know, like as you said, you know, you got you got to have that enforcer there. That's yeah. gonna you know give away a penalty. But at the same token, when you need him there in the trenches, he's going to be there yeah, for I mean, you too. I meant going to the grand final. I remember that. Semi-final when the Roosters get out to twelve nil, yeah, and we but we had no ball. And I, I remember I was sitting up and I said, "We just need to get a ball, you know." And right in half time, they're going to score. Was that what was his name? Sam. He went, Sam Moa. No, mm. yeah, he's going to score for your life. Right in half time, Sam gets under. Oh, he got under, gets underneath him. Yeah. And just and try. Yeah. Right, must be a centimetre, and then they clawed their way back and then figured run, running away with it. You know? Yeah. And um, oh, that day when they bring um, Tio on. He, 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 he smashed him himself, and the, the grand final day was unreal. I remember I took my daughter, and um, I remember watching South come down the tunnel, and the, you know, the song about to play, and there's yeah. a sea of red and green yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and uh, and when we, when, when we won, I remember walking out heading towards the train station, and all these South boys lifted me up and carried me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, um, no, it's mad. yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, especially with Tara there, and that you know it was really good. They carried me for 200 yards, and um, <laughs> yeah. it was just great. And I went back to South Juniors, and. Um, yeah, that, that was unreal. But we we should have went on again and won another one. 
Talking about those who were just talking about um, South being kicked out because of the uh, Super League war and that, mate. What's your thoughts on relocation or expansion? Do we do that? Does the NRL need to expand again? And what areas would you like to see covered in the expansion? Yeah, I, I I don't think there's enough players for another team. Yeah. But maybe move move a club. Yeah. I, I think Perth definitely. Yep. Um, Who are you going to move? Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. Heads but, or tails? Yeah, but you know, like, I don't like to see anyone, but really, it, it, make sure it's a Super League team if they move. They <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Of course. There's not enough players to, to, to for, go and get another 30 players. No, there, know, there like, isn't. Like, I know people say there is, but we know there isn't. And that, and you can see it, like you know, like because obviously now the adults, when they get dropped back from first grade to reserve grade, the players get pushed back to Ron Massey. Yeah. But Ron Massey Cup now is not like the old Metro Cup. You know, it's more of a development competition. So you just see the talent; it is very thin. Where the old Metro Cup was, those teams could beat the reserve grade yeah, sides. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they might have to rejig. A certain few competitions to make it maybe a oh, bit more tougher in oh, order yeah, to. I think it's yeah, perfect. If... Another Brisbane team. Oh, no, they, they, <laughs> they, 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 they got enough. They got the beautiful catchment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got the Cowboys, you got the Titans. Like you can't afford another Brisbane team. No. I don't think. I, like, Perth's fine. Yeah, you know, it's another different time slot, time slot exactly. for the for TVs. A bit more money for the for the game and sold at Origin this year too. Yeah. Well, you look you look at a nine thirty over here. No AFL anymore. Yeah, no nine thirty live game over here would be a seven thirty time slot over there. Perfect, yeah. perfect prime yeah. time. Well, yeah, they could even play the last game on a Saturday. Nine, you know, nine o'clock kick off here. It's still yeah, six there, right. or well, depending on the time it is. You know what I mean? So it's it work out, you know, best for them, and they can also get that. That, first, that second time slot on a Friday as well because they always have that first game at six. They probably could play Brisbane. Brisbane's game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone talks about everyone talks about the fundamentals of their game and you know people in the eighties. You know they'll be they'll be pulling their hair out of the way that the game's played these days. What do you think that as a game? What do you think we've worn away from? That's that made the game so beautiful back then. Oh, the game, it's yeah. made, just, just TV, the, the bunker. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just too much technology. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and. and like we've all got a feel for the game, and just rule on your feel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and if anything, they should be allowed to, to rule on four passes. Mm. <laughs> well, they, they do in rugby yeah. union. Yeah, but some tries I've seen, it's about eight yards forward. Yeah, out of the hands backwards. Yeah, yeah, forward. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the bunker's got too much to say. Mate, should, ten years time, it'll probably be no referee. It'll probably be referee from a, from a, from Moor Park somewhere. Oh, in day like I'm. When we were all kids playing, we didn't need a referee in the front yard, and we always got it right. Or we just moved on if we disagreed and just kept on playing. Drop ball, scrum. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, depend, depends on where you're from. Too. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had too many, too many referees in our games, and it never ended up working. So you don't like, so you don't like the bunker. So that's one I thing. Like the bunker, I like, the, I, I like one referee. Yes. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm of the opinion that yeah, one, one referee ref- was 
was better. Yeah, it is. But even like when you watch the Super one referee. Yeah, one referee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I never think they've gone to, and I said to the people, I said, don't go to. Because then they, originally when they brought two referees in over here, it was because the referee stocks were thinning mm. with experience. And they said, let's bring two refs in for more to get experience. And they just kept at it. Because yeah. I remember when they first tried it, two referees, it was year 2000, it was a Penrith first Northern Eagles game, and it didn't work good. No. And then obviously they've gone back to it years later. They originally just to bring development, but they've just kept at it for TV. Yeah. And they, like, you go watch a referee, referee New South Wales Cup or Canterbury Cup, I should say, they do awesome. Yeah, they do. Go, yeah. go, go to the NRL, where's that same ref from last yeah. week? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like they, it's like they get told you've got to referee different. You're not, get, you're not refereeing, you're conducting because you've got to control what's happening on TV. Yeah. Well, well they're, yeah. they're talking to too, aren't they? Yeah, 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 so. Well, you're giving five penalties away here, and maybe well, someone else should get a penalty. At the same time, when, when the two referee system first came in, the pocket ref was just that. All he was do is just Seen to say, up, well, just to say to the main ref, all right, there's hands on the ball, they've a penalty. Now, that referee, it's now turned into 50-50 possession yeah. like, of, of who's, who's organising the game. And as you can see, like, your interpretation of a... Of a a play and a, and a rule would be different to mine and then different to Trev's and different to Dale's as well. So, you know, it comes down to interpretation and interpretation, everyone interprets everything yeah. differently. So not one, not two people will have the same interpretation on what they see in front yeah. of them. So, look, as much as it's cleaned the game up, it's made the game faster, I believe with all the technology and the cameras we have in, in the current game now, I believe one referee would be a better option. Go into junior league, mate. Um, South Queensland have taken away tackling. <laughs> what's, yeah, your, no, what's your fall on that one? Just one other thing I pet hate is, is the halfback not allowed to move from one side of the field. Yeah, oh, yeah in yeah, channels. It's just ridiculous. One on the left, yeah. one on the right. <laughs> and how would you how would you go back in the 80s if you got told, oh, mate, you got to play on the left channel yeah. or you got to play on the well, right what channel? What happens when there's five of us versus three of them? You're not allowed to go around there? Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's too structured. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, and structure. I don't like it. Out the back, out the back. It, the, it drives me mad. What rule is... Just what play what you see. What new rule do you hate in the inner rule? What, what rule should you reckon should scrap? Seven tackle... Um, what do you think? Like, what do you what do you don't like in, the, in regards well, to the rules? Don't like. Uh, well, I don't like a few things. What about scrums? I like to see the guy that's not like scrums. Yeah. 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 Well, we can actually write, uh, fight for the yeah. ball. It's ridiculous. Like, like this is a smoker well, now, well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you got halfbacks in the front row. Yeah. What would have happened in John O'Neill's day and Sattler's day? You wouldn't have got out of the line. They put a fullback at lock so we can quickly get it. Yeah. Have you got a good story of a of a good scrum breakdown over the years? Like what what. In the scrums, what, what was one of the biggest things that you can remember from a scrum? Because we used to know there was many fights come from a oh, scrum. Oh, we made that from the second row, of course. What was it? Yeah, well, was it? I remember um, playing Manly at Brookville Oval, and the young bloke making his debut, and he was giving him a bit of cheek, and I warned him a few times. <laughs> I said, mate, you're going to get yourself hurt. And um, he kept going, right? So I will never forget it. We're down um, you know, towards the Sydney Harbour end, yeah. and uh, it was a scrum. And, and Leslie said to Mario, just, just pull his head up for me, right? <laughs> Mate, he, Leslie cut him under the eye, across the eye, and both sides. And as they're carrying him off, I said, I warned you. <laughs> <laughs> only, only you played first round again. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, because I, I, remember, I remember there was a yeah, there was a story there where Mario got into a stink in, in, in the middle of a scrum and then the process. Was, I, can't, I can't remember what game it was, though. Oh, it could be one who of many. Who was, who was the, the he got sent off about 14 times, mate. <laughs> who was the biggest pest, the biggest chirp that he's one of the... He's one of the punch every time I saw him on the game, on the field. Uh, <laughs> they talk about Kevin Smith, they talk about Innes. Now they, who was that one person? I think it might have been me, they wanted to kill me. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, yeah, Mario, obviously known as, as the Falcon, you know, with the, with the, with the ball hitting him in the head there. He's, he, he's a decent fellow, isn't he? Really down to earth, yeah. really nice. He's, yeah, he's a gentleman. And, uh, but he used to put his tape around his head and he'd turn into a different person. <laughs> he'd turn into an animal. Who gave great, him, great player, great player. Who gave him the nickname Test Match? Well, just from his local club mascot here. And, because everything was like a Test Match for him. Yep. And um, that's, he just, the training was, uh, was like you're playing. Yeah, we, we used to give it to him, but we used to, we used to cut his undies. I mean, Phil <laughs> Blake. But he used to get him sewed up again, so he must have liked them. <laughs> who was, your, who was the, uh, your best coach? Who was the coach where they said something to you and it stuck with you? Like you said, you, you mentioned Phil yeah, earlier well, with, with the, with well, the um, George. George was like, like a coach. Mate, George Piggins was, was, was our leader. He, he treated us like his kids. Yeah, we, we loved him and we had a lot of success in the 80s, you know what I mean? Because of George. And. Um, yeah, we would have done anything for George, and he would have done anything for us. As a as a kid, who was your idols? Oh, you've already mentioned Tommy Redonna, because was there anyone else no. within the game at the time where... Oh, mate, Coot McCarthy, John, uh, John O'Neill, you know, John Sattler. You know, they, they, were, they were my heroes, you know, like, who I grew up wanting to be like. You know, like, I wanted to play for South Sydney, you know, I lived straight across the road, you know, like... Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also... Uh, like when you were playing in England, I know I'm going back to your England days. Uh, who who did you like playing against or coming up against? Oh, I liked playing against Eddie Gregory, you know, Elry Hanley, and you know all, all the champions. And um, yeah, just you know playing against the best, the best pommies. And and you know like Hanley is one of the greatest pommies ever ever, ever laced a boot. And mm. uh, you know, you know I played against him. You know when you know man, you know, like I said, I played against him. And you know Andy Gregory was a champion. Yeah, that Wigan team, they, they were unbelievable. No, definitely. Toughest player to play with and against? Toughest player to play with? Um, I, I loved Les Davidson. He, 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 we, had, we had a little thing over for Les. I used to do his thinking, he'd do my fighting. We're <laughs> 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 in agreement. And against? Uh, against? I think you know, Peter Stone's probably the best player I played against. Yeah. You know, um, Brett Kenny, however you don't get um, mentioned to be in the Mortals, got me completely baffled. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even get a mention. No. And he, he put... Lewis on the bench. He put Meninga in the second row. Meninga in the second row. <laughs> yeah. Lewis uh, on the bench in the 82. He, he doesn't get a mention, Trevor. I just don't get it. I, I, and you know, I play against the great Steve Rogers. You yeah. Know, like, he don't get a mention either. No, it's, you know, it's I'm crazy. Not, I'm not sure Meninga's a better player than Steve Rogers. No. <laughs> no. no. Look, looking over the tapes, no. It's, Steve Rogers was really... No, but I, in the 80s, mate, in, in my day, every team had a champion halfback. You know, we had... Hasler at Manly, Alexander at Penrith, Freeman at Balmain, uh, Hastings at the Roosters, Turvey at Canterbury, Sterling at Parramatta. You know, the list was endless. You know what I mean? Like, and um, every week you're playing against. Well, the halfback was their best player. Back yeah. when, back when halfbacks yeah. actually yeah. just saw what was in front of them, played yeah. what was in front and, of them. Yeah, and, and I, I said, I, I, I think Sterling was the best player I played against. You know, like, if you weren't, if you didn't uh, make first grade and um, making a career out of football, what do you think career path you would have went down? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Garbo? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, I always, that was I always was going to make. I always thought I was going to make it. So yeah, you know, from a young age, I wanted to play for South Sydney, and I wanted to play, you know, in the ARL. Yeah, yeah so yeah. you just wanted to play first grade footy. There's, there's a, lot of, a lot of kids have a dream, and you know, I, I went and chased it. Any and advice? Any advice for the young fellas that? That's chasing that dream now. Yeah, would you give ne- that? Never give up. You know, just hang in there, hang in there. If you're, if you're hanging in long enough, 
things will change and, and you'll get a bit of luck go your way and you get a chance but it's the ones who think they're hard done by and I'm not getting a go I'm not doing this but just you know, put your head down and just hang in there and keep fighting away from the game and away from your 3am starts for work <laughs> what's your hobbies and interests um, no I just I do a lot of training myself still I, um, you know I, I swam 3k this morning down, down Prince Albert Pool down, down here past Reffin Oval and yep. um, you know I I, 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 I do a bit of exercise every day, so I'm 57 in two weeks' time. So <laughs> got to keep keep myself keep myself going. Yep. And uh, who was the most underrated player you've got to play with, or who didn't get a good chance to kick on in first grade? Oh, mate, there's that many kids from Lark Brewers, you know, Aboriginal kids around Redfern who, who yep. could have made it, and they they went off the rails. And um, you know, I thought could you know could, could have been really good first graders. And now, mate. Um, Tony Merritt, Nathan Merritt's father. Yeah. He he came through with Roberts, and there was there was nothing between them. And when, when Mascot played Rovers, it was on for young and old. Tony and Ian, you know, like, and Tony could have been a first grader quite easily, you know. But Tony yeah, took a different path, and um, you know, he's that's Nathan Merritt's dad, you know, like he, he was as good as Ian Roberts was. And um, back on players, I, I can't leave Phil Blake out with a brilliant, you know. He, yeah. He, he was like having a Ferrari parked outside you. you know, <laughs> he's, I've never seen anyone as fast, the first 10 metres. And the tries Philip Blake scored, we'll never ever see in our lifetime ever again. You yeah. know, like, just some of his tries are unbelievable. So any kids out there get a chance to go and just put him on YouTube and have a look. Have a, have a look at Phil Blake. Mate, so obviously Liam did come up through the grades and touched up at uh, Penrith Juniors or Penrith Reserve grade. What's he doing at the moment for himself, buddy? No, he's just giving give it away for a little while. He's just working, and um, yeah, he's uh, mate. Hopefully, he'll get back the love of the game yeah, in the next twelve months or so. And I'd like to see him now yeah, at South. You know, he's a, how was, he's a um, South kid originally, and how was it? How was it being like? Obviously, you've come through, played at the you know the, the heights and, that you did. How was it watching sitting back watching your your own flesh and blood now go through the junior ranks and 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 excel to a a certain degree. Yeah, it was good, mate. Yeah, to watch him come through the you know, Matthews Cup SG ball, and he, then he, he played. He kept the South Twenties, and then he went and played in his very strong Penrith side for a couple of years. And um, you know, it was great. But he, he lost a bit of love, love of the game, and yeah, sometimes you just got to go away from it, and hopefully you, you'll get it back. Mate, well, we'd like to thank uh, the Lakes Hotel for their hospitality and Tiger for your time. Let's go grab a beer. Mate, uh, th- thanks for having me, mate. It's good to see you, Trevor. I haven't seen you for a while. And, um, yeah, well, thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, All right. Thanks, it's time for a beer. <laughs> and that's the final whistle. <laughs>